This is the Friday, December 3rd edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We'll set you up in 10 minutes. Of course, it's Mike Clay and I, so we'll go a little extra, I'm sure, as always. With everything you need to know heading into this weekend's slate of games. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Now, uh, we went through week 11. Unfortunately, we did not have a stellar week 11. We went 13 and 15. To be quite frank, Justin Fields, him getting hurt really resulted in 0-4 in regard to prop bets in that game. I truly believe, Mike, that if Justin Fields would not have gotten hurt, maybe we would have ended up with a 17-11 and 11 record. But I don't want to presume. We were off on week 12 because of Turkey Day but we are back in action. What does that mean on the season? We've gotten 170 prop bets correct out of 295, which means we are sitting at 58%, which is still stellar in our market. Right, Mike Clay? You got it. We're rolling. Uh, my, my column that I do where I put all these props is up uh, 85 and 65. So we've we've had uh, two losing weeks. They were in the beginning of the season. So we're on a, a long, hot streak here, and we'll keep it rolling. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, let's start off with the uh, the Bucks in the Atlanta game. I like the over in this game, so I think uh, there's going to be a lot of points to be had, whether it's uh, the Bucks just, uh, you know, opening up a can of you-know-what against Atlanta or Atlanta with garbage time. But nonetheless, Tom Brady over two-and-a-half passing touchdowns really surprised here, Mike. You could get this at plus money at plus 110. Um, he's got 30 touchdowns on the season, and Atlanta's 31st in in, uh, in pressure rate. So, you know, if you thought that he was sitting back there playing flag football against the Giants, wow. <laughs> I mean, just wait until you see what he does against the Atlanta Falcons team. Also, Cordell Patterson, over 36-and-a-half receiving yards, you can't run the ball against the Bucs. You might disagree with me. A little birdie told me that. We'll hear from you in just a second. Uh, but last time these two teams met each other, uh, Patterson was five for 58 yards in their first game. Again, I think he's going to be a big part of the passing game, especially with uh, I'm hearing that uh, Calvin Ridley still, even though he's 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 back off of IR, and of course, you know, we, we – our prayers and and we hope that he's mentally getting healthier. Uh, but I do believe that Patterson is going to be a part of that passing attack. And I think that the Atlanta Falcons are going to be playing from behind for the majority of the day. What's your prop bet here? Yeah. So I'll jump right off the, the Patterson one here. And you're right. Look, the Bucks very good against running backs. They've allowed 648 yards to backs on the ground this year. That is lowest in the NFL. 3.7 yards per carry is third lowest. But we're only looking for 34 yards here from Cordero Patterson. It's just not that high of a bar. Uh, check this out. Eight running backs so far this season have reached nine carries against the Bucks. All of them have at least 30. All of them hit 33 rushing yards. They averaged 63 yards on 16 carries in those games. Six of the eight actually got to 56 yards. So, uh, again, this just is too low, low of a bar for Patterson. I mean, he's had nine carries in each of his past five full games. I don't know why that would change. In this one, he's coming off a game where he had a career high in carries and rushing yards. And also, his rushing yardage prop has been below 36 yards four times this season. He's gone over it all four times. So um, it's nice to be at this point in the season where we can look back at some of those things and see what the props have been and 
how these players have hit. So I'll be referencing that a few times as I did uh, in my column. And uh, one other one here, Anita, is Russell Gage. Uh, I think his line's just a little too high. 51 and a half receiving yards. I know he's their number one uh, receiver by default right now. But look, he's had a receiving yardage prop above 44 twice this season. And not only did he go under, he had zero catches in both of those games. He's done that three times this year uh, already where he's put up a zero. Uh, it's It's been kind of rough. Um, you know, he's gone over 51 in only three of eight games this season. He's a short range slot target, right? His average depth to target seven and a half. He's not good with the ball in his hands. His rack is very low uh, as well. Um, so, and, and by the way, these teams played already this season. He had 28 yards on seven targets in that game. So a decent volume, but didn't, uh, didn't produce too well. Tampa Bay, they do face a lot of volume, but their efficiency is very good on, uh, in terms of pass defense. So, uh, liking the under here for gauge, but the over on Patterson. Let's look at look. Let's take a look at the Chargers Bengals game. I like the over in this game as well. So I think, uh, I, I think that you, you know, if you play fantasy, um, I, I think that there's some some players that are going to do well for you. There is one player, though, who early on the season, Mike, we were talking about rookie of the year. He's no longer favored. That's Jamar Chase under 63 and a half receiving yards. His last four games, he's only he only has 15 receptions out of 31 targets. Uh, meanwhile, T Higgins, 33 33% target share last week. And the Chargers, as we know, their defense much better against the pass than it is against the run. So Jamar Chase, under 63 and a half receiving yards. I think the over-under on receptions as well is at five and a half. So if I was to play that, I would play the under as well. What do you have here? Yeah, gotcha. And, and look, if yours goes under with Chase, mine probably will uh, as well, unless uh, like unless T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd go off. But uh, I'm going under on Joe Burrow's passing yards the lines 248 and a half as we're doing this. And look, this is, it is a low prop for him relative to what we've seen this season, but he's still gone under the sign in seven of his 11 games this year. And, and honestly, the Bengals are playing really well and he hasn't had to throw a lot. In fact, his passing yardage totals the past two games, 148 and 190. So, uh, you know, yes, they're, you know, the chargers are probably a better team. It should be a competitive game, but the chargers are really good against quarterbacks they've allowed the fifth fewest passing yards this season and they're they've the 10th lowest yards per attempt allowed actually only four quarterbacks have even reached 240 against them this season and it's a list of you know pretty good at least pocket quarterbacks Kirk Cousins Patrick Mahomes Big Ben and, and Baker Mayfield you could say what you want about Ben and Baker fine but you know they they throw the ball a lot uh and you know they're not they're not scramblers or anything like that so um, I do like the under for Burrow. And uh, one more in this game, I'm going to go Keenan Allen under 79 and a half receiving yards. Now he's been over this four straight games, but uh, you know, it, it feels like one of the things where he's at or near a ceiling, right? He's going to come back to earth a little bit. And, you know, some evidence of that is earlier this season, prior to those four straight games where he went over this mark, he was under in five straight. So, um, you know, he he's had a prop this high twice this season. He fell short both times. Uh, and honestly, I, you know, again, I'm looking at what we've seen so far this season. There've been 24 receiving yardage props in this range from 77, to 81, 17 of those 24 have gone under, right? This is a range as you get higher and higher and higher, it's harder for these receivers to get there for a variety of reasons. So, uh, you know, he'll, he'll Alan's going to see a lot of Mike Hilton. He's a pretty good slot corner. I think he falls a little short of 80 yards this, this week. San Francisco and the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I'm, I've got two prop bets here. Unfortunately, the numbers, the lines have not come out yet, but I'm going to share them with you just to keep an eye out. And that's Elijah Mitchell 
man, Kyle Shanahan loves this guy. It, it, it's evident. Cream has risen to the top, and it's him, surprisingly so, because there wasn't a lot of buzz about him, Mike, and, and you and I were part of the fantasy football marathon um, heading into the start of the season. It was all Simeon. So, uh, but no Debo Samuel, who we know has been getting the last few weeks, four or five carries. Um, I, I see a heavy workload for Elijah Mitchell. So I'm going to go over in uh, in carries. Also, I'm going to go over in rushing yards for him. He's playing 75, 70 to 75% of the snaps. He had 32 touches last week. So I think he's going to be a big part of the game plan. And again, Debo Samuel's out. So Brandon Ayuk, he's out of the doghouse for Kyle Shanahan. And with no Debo, whenever uh, Brandon Ayuk has played and, and Debo has been inactive, he gets a 25% target share in the game. So I'm going over receptions and over receiving yards for, for, for him. But again, those numbers have not hit yet. Uh, you know, we, we, we record this podcast around two o'clock in the afternoon on Friday. So I just share those with you just to say, keep an eye out for when those do drop. And, uh, and, and if they seem reasonable, then I would jump on them. What do you have in this matchup? Yeah, that's totally fair. Uh, we're still, yeah, as, as, as of the time we're recording this, only about half the games are out too. So uh, we're our sample of games isn't as what we uh, what we sometimes have certainly earlier uh, this season. By the way, Elijah Mitchell and Brandon Ayuk popular DFS plays this week for sure, especially with Debo out. So uh, no doubt they're going to be popular names for a variety of reasons here in Week 13. Um, I'm, I want to talk about their quarterback a little bit, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I have him over 29 and a half pass attempts, and I have him yes to throw an interception at plus money. Look, he's averaging 20 attempts a game this season. He's only gone over 29 three times but Anita he hasn't played a full game against Seattle the Seahawks are their offense is a total mess and why is that important well they can't get you know they can't convert on third down so they're averaging 54 offensive snaps per game that's lowest in the NFL and in turn their opponents are running a ton of plays a little over 73 per game that is easily most in the NFL and as a product of that every team they have played this season has gone over 34 pass attempts and the line here for Jimmy Garoppolo is 29 and a half. So all of the others have reached 35, including the 49ers. Uh, Garoppolo uh, left that game, but he and Trey Lance combined for 41 pass attempts. Again, way over this line. Garoppolo would have blown by it had he played in that full game. So I love the over. This line is way too low, much like Baker Mayfield's pass attempt prop. That was my best bet last week. Way too low. I believe his was 27 and a half, just too low a number. So uh, jumping on the over there and also the interception one. Look, he has at least one pick in five of his eight games. He's never been really good at protecting the ball. He has a two and a half percent career interception rate, which is below average or above average in this context. Uh, and also Seattle's, you know, say what you want about that team. They do have at least one pick in five of their past eight games. So uh, at plus money, I like I like him to throw an interception. All right. The Denver Broncos take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I've got some prop bets here that I like. One is Patrick Mahomes under two and a half touchdown passes. Um Again, uh, the odds for that have not come out yet. He typically is over under two and a half. I don't know. Maybe it's one and a half that comes out. If it is two and a half, then I'm going to be playing the under. Vic Fangio, head coach of the Denver Broncos, has uh, really had his way with Mahomes. In three games, um, Mahomes has only tossed two passing touchdowns in three games against Vic Fangio and that Denver Broncos defense. So, Again, if the line hits at two and a half, I would take the under. If it's at one and a half, uh, depending on the odds, not sure what I would do there. Uh, another one that I really like is Tyreek Hill, over two and a half rushing yards. He's gotten one carry in the last three games. 
So uh, I do expect him to get another this week, and I do expect him to rush for over two yards. So Tyreek Hill over two and a half rushing yards at minus 120. What do you have here? Yeah, I'm going to go a Hunter Renfro under 64 and a half receiving yards. Again, for his role, this number is just too high. He has been awesome this season and red hot as of late, but you know, he's gone under his receiving yardage prop in four of his last five games. And yet this is his highest line of the entire season so far. Uh, You know, you look at Thanksgiving and, you know, maybe some recency bias here. If you're looking over, I mean, yes, career high marks and catches with eight and receiving yards with 134. He looked awesome. But prior to that, he'd gone seven straight games, not clearing 58 yards. And again, the line is 64 and a half here. He has seen consistently high volume all season. He's had consistently high reception totals. And yet he he just does not get to 60 yards. And, and this line is expecting 65. So, uh, you know, Washington, uh, you might look at that and say, well, they've been terrible against receivers this season. This is a matchup where he'll get there. But they've been better as of late. You know, you look at their last four games, Denver, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Seattle, there's some really good wide receivers mix in that group. Well, only one even got to 65 yards. That was Tyler Lockett. You may recall D- DK Metcalf not doing much uh, on Monday night. So uh, Renfro under 65, you know, one of my favorites this week. Um, you also have, uh, you've, you've got a play here as well on, with, with Tyler Heineke, right? Taylor Heineke, right? Uh, let's see. Yes, I do. I do have a Taylor Heineke problem. I'm going uh, under 247 and a half passing yards. On Heineke, he's right around this number in terms of his average since he took over as the starter. He's fallen short of uh, 244 and four of 10 games. So it's been kind of, you know, he's been on kind of on the line, right? It seems like a a pretty good line set here, but it's a tough matchup, you know? And and honestly, this line's going the direction I want it to go, uh, not the way I thought it would. Uh, A lot of people are actually on the over and the, the juice is getting better and the line's going down. Uh, our line's going up, excuse me. So it's a good chance to, to jump on it because look, the Raiders, again, they're they're struggling as of late. I get it, but they're good in terms of pass defense. They face the eighth most pass attempts this season, but they're only allowing 6.6 yards per attempt. That's fifth lowest, and, and they're mid-pack in terms of passing yards allowed. Again, only four quarterbacks have even gotten to 236 yards against them. Mahomes, Prescott, Teddy Bridgewater, and again, Ben Roethlisberger. So Again, I, I know a lot of people are on the over on this one right now, but not me. I, I actually like the other direction. I'm going under. Eagles and the Jets. Uh, Davis Badaro, who works for the Eagles broadcast team, uh, was uh, supposed to be record an interview with me earlier today. Uh, but he said, listen, I, you know, we, we still don't know what's going on with Jalen Hurts. So why don't we just do it live tomorrow on my radio show? So you know, coming into this game, I was all about Jalen Hurts. I love the over 44 and a half rushing yards. And you can get that at minus 125. I mean, to me, this is a bounce back game for him. Over 45% of really his game is is rushing. And he went away from it last, last week against the Giants. I, I mean, maybe they try to take what the Giants were giving them. Of course, he had three wide receivers who dropped touchdown passes. But the Jets, they're just awful. Their Jets defense is just awful against everything. The run, the pass. And the Eagles are averaging two yards uh, rushing before even getting first contact. So if Jalen Hurts is going to play, I do like the over 44 and a half rushing yards. But again, just a red flag here. Davis Badaro, who I have immense respect for, and again, has his finger on the pulse of of the Eagles better than most, postponed an interview with me because they still don't know what the deal is with Jalen Hurts and even if he's going to play or not, Mike. Yeah, I hear you. And I, I noted that in my column as well. You know, Hertz is questionable. So I do like a Hertz prop here as well. Over one and a half passing touchdowns at plus 155. So some nice juice. 
this will void if he's out, right? So don't be worried about making the bet and then he's inactive. It'll just void. So I, I like it. Um, I know that he hasn't thrown a pass touchdown in his last two games, uh, but he has at least two and five of 12 games this season. I know that's not, you know, it's just under 50% hit rate, but check this out. They're playing the Jets to your point. They've allowed two plus passing touchdowns in seven consecutive games. And I looked at the quarterbacks and I was wondering, oh, maybe they just played some good quarterbacks. Not the case, right? They, you know, Matt Ryan, Mac Jones, Joe Burrow, Carson Wentz, Josh Allen, Tua, Tyrod Taylor, you know, all of those quarterbacks hit two passing touchdowns or more against the New York Jets. So I think if Hertz plays in this game, he has a decent chance to go yeah. over and you're getting big time plus money. So uh, I like it. All right. Uh, some other games that I, I have some prop bets on. Uh, as always, I, I feel like, you know, I go overboard uh, more than you do. So I'm just going to rattle them off. And maybe there's one or two here that you really like. Or maybe there's one and two that you don't. Uh, I'd love to hear from you, Mike. Cardinals and the Bears. Um, David Montgomery, I'm going to go under rushing yards here. I think game script, regardless of who starts for the Bears, whether it's Justin Fields or Andy Dalton, especially if uh, if, if Murray and Hopkins are going to play. As of right now, from what I understand, they're going to be game time decisions, by the way. Um, I, I, think, I think that the Bears are going to be playing from behind. I think they're going to have to – uh, pass the ball to stay lock and step with that Cardinals offense. So, uh, so keep an eye on that. Again, if if Murray and Hopkins are active, then I would go under rushing yards for David Montgomery. The Vikings and the Lions. This is probably my favorite prop bet. I think it because it's a sneaky good prop bet. Josh Reynolds over 35 and a half receiving yards for minus 110. Two games now he's played for the Lions. He's running routes in over 95% of the dropbacks. He's a warm body. Mike, they have no one. They have no one. So mm-hmm. he's running routes. He's getting targets. Uh, and again, I, I think this is, this is I, I like the over in this game. So I think the Lions are going to have to pass the ball. And, and especially uh, DeAndre Swift is, is going to be inactive. So I think Josh Reynolds, A, I love this over 35 and a half receiving yards. And also, I think he could be a sneaky good play in DFS, by the way. Um, Dolphins going up against the Giants. Just a few minutes ago, it was announced that uh, Daniel Jones will be inactive. It means Mike Glennon will be getting the start. Kenny Galladay, under receiving yards. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Mike Glennon, my goodness. You know, that, that's a Miami Dolphins team. They love to blitz. Mike Glennon, I think he runs like a 6-2-40. Yeah, forget about it. So I, I think, I think, <laughs> I just, and Kenny Galladay just hasn't been good. I mean, two games. Mm-hmm. Since he's been active since the bye, and he has four receptions for 62 yards. I mean, Dave Gettleman, I know, you know, he's on the hot seat. There's a lot of eyes and speculation that he's going to be gone. But, you know, they spent a lot of money on bringing Kenny Galladay over, and he really has not produced for them. And I don't expect him to produce this week against the Miami Dolphins with Mike Glennon at quarterback. The Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers, Devontae Freeman over 49 and a half rushing yards. You can get that at minus 115. He outtouched Latavius Murray 17 to 8 last week. Pittsburgh, not the defense they have been in years past. They're allowing almost five yards per carry. And of course, uh, TJ Watt is going to be out, unfortunately, because of uh, COVID protocols. So Freeman over 49 and a half rushing yards. Out of those few uh, prop bets I just listed for you, any of them stand out to you that you really like, Mike? Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of scary names there, right? Like Josh Reynolds, uh, my projection a little above this line, so I hear you, but it is the Lions pass offense, so he could put a zero up. You know, <laughs> that's the that's the risk you have investing in, in that offense. Uh, Freeman's uh, 
a tricky one. Again, my projection a little above the line here. I'd probably avoid just because, you know, two weeks ago, Latavius Murray came back and Freeman still held the edge. And then last week it was basically 50-50. You know, Murray was well ahead of Freeman earlier this season. I worry that perhaps he takes more control there. So uh, some close ones here, but uh, I totally understand the logic. Well, that's it for today. Again, 10 minutes, maybe a little bit more. Well, definitely a little bit more um, of the bets <laughs> we promised uh, to hopefully deliver. And uh, please do us a favor. Make sure that uh, rate, review, and follow if you're enjoying the show. It helps us out tremendously. Again, from Mike Clay, Anita Marks, and uh, all of us here who uh, host these Daily Wager podcasts, please know how much we appreciate it. Everybody, good luck. In week 13, we'll be back each and every Friday all the way through the end of the season. We'll talk to you guys next week. Mm-hmm.